Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M. Channel 9. Who I'm just going to call them out. They've, they've had a bit of a shocker here. Yes. Uh, in the Photoshop department. And Australia's youngest MP has lashed out at the network after they made her breasts look larger and altered her outfit. Now, <laughs> what the? Uh, to put a bit of meat on the bone is the uh, very bosomy oh. uh, Natasha <laughs> Bowling. <laughs> Uh, I might join George walking the streets, but anyway. What do we need to know? They've had a shock at Channel 9. Now, what has happened? Okay, so basically an image, it's on the news bulletin that they use behind a newsreader, right? And she has said that, which has been proved because Nine's issued a statement apologising, saying her image, they used AI to alter it, and she ended up with bigger breasts, and they put in a midriff and fake abs. (laughs) (laughs) So, So someone's got a bit of work to change her image. Is this right? Yeah, so I'm going to defend whoever is responsible here, right? Well, hang on a second. Who is responsible here, please? The network is blaming it on... Well, the network has put AI. out. Uh, yeah, the network has put out issued a statement saying AI has digitally altered the image, but mm. then the producer of that technology has come out and said, "Well, hang on a minute. Yes, it may alter it, but it needs final human approval." Well, this is terrible, this, and I'd expect more from a network that brings you maths. I really would. <laughs> I just think. They should set the bar a little higher. I'm actually looking at the Today Show right now on the monitor, yeah. and Carl Stefanovic has double Ds. <laughs> they've, they've given him massive cans. An extra chin? What's an extra chin for? Come on. Hey, I, I, I tell you what, when I was at Channel 9, I wish they got rid of my boobs. That would have been absolutely one of the greatest things in the world. That photo, sh- by the way, that photo of me eating a burrito, totally yeah. Photoshopped. Mm. AI. Yeah, was, yeah, AI yeah. wasn't around back then. <laughs> it, it, it was two burritos. <laughs> uh, so well, let's get to the bottom. So who is it? It's, it's AI, is it the AI department? They're blaming an intern, aren't they? No, look, I'm coming to the defence. In newsrooms right now, people are doing three go. or four people's jobs, right? So maybe possibly this poor graphics person has been rushing to get the image to wear. They're in the old days would have been two or three people cross-checking that. Um, I'm not sure who was checking or who wasn't checking, but I feel sorry but, for people that are trying it's to do so their different best. By she looks so different. I mean, she can't. You, you can't get away with this. I mean, that's whoever. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is a reputable, you know, network. Of course, of, uh, I'm just and, saying, and don't to, blame to, it on the poor people. A, a reputable network. Going to blame. I'll I'll tell you that, but I'm also going to tell you a famous Kerry Packer quote from <laughs> back in the day when it came to. He famously said this. When it came to women on his, and this was some time ago, yeah, yeah, I should point out. When it came to women on his network, he said their hair can't be blonde enough, their tits can't be big enough. Yeah. So, end quote. End quote. I mean, it was a different time. Oh my lord, um, it certainly was. Yeah, it, was. it was indeed. But I love the way it in terms blamed. It's not the first time no. the network oh. has done this. You remember the famous Air Asia incident? We do. Uh, which was re- there was a rush to report it. Uh, of course, and all the networks wanted to be the first to identify the pilots of the AirAsia plane that went down. And, mm-hmm. of course, because they rushed, they didn't cross-check as they're supposed to. And here's what went to air. Names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, We Too Low, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Out. Yeah. 
No, no Crofts referencing there, Tash? You, you, well, you would like to defend them, would that's you? That's probably why you need newsreaders that have got more than just nice hair. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, big cans help. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, she stormed out of the She's studio. She's out. Join us as the NRL Telstra Premiership kicks off for the first time ever in Las Vegas. Be there to witness four teams play the first game of the season on American soil. Visit nrl.com slash Vegas. Nick and MG's worst trip to head to the strip. Beaver! The hottest tickets in town, bar none. Uh, season opener, NRL Vegas. What more do you want? Wayne's on the line. Wayne, you know the score, mate. We need to hear how terrible your previous holiday was before we reward you with a cracker. What happened? <laughs> well, it was my honeymoon, uh, okay. and that happened a, happened a long time ago. It's my 40th wedding anniversary this year. Oh, so, there you go, mate. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, well, you know, it all started with um, the night that we stayed. We got married. We, we stayed at the airport Hilton back in the day. Yep. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and we knew some people that worked in catering, so we ordered a champagne and strawberry breakfast. Fantastic. So that, that all turned up. So and far, so my, good? So far, so good, yeah. Um, first time either of us had flown anywhere, so my wife was that nervous she couldn't eat, so everything just went to waste there. All right. Where are we flying to? Where were you going? Uh, we're going to Vanuatu. Oh, Vanuatu. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Acapella yeah, of was... islands. Wonderful place. Yeah. So then um, I bought her some nice, you know, long stem roses, and then we sort of went to the airport, and we were getting to the airport, and I said, can we take these? And they said, yeah, sure, not a problem. So... We land in Vanuatu. We come up, and this guy put his looked at the flowers and looked at straight out of it. Just got a big smile on his face and said, "You can't take them in here. We've got to take them off you." So that sort of started the um, the, the down spiral from there. So, and then um, it's not a tale got... of woe so far. You had your, your flowers <laughs> so confiscated. Was... Boo hoo, mate! Yeah, yeah. Okay, huh? so the, the, <laughs> plenty of frangipanis we... in Vanuatu. <laughs> it's not like you've been left high and dry with it without a without a flower. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what happened that cost then? me a fortune. <laughs> yeah. So the other, and then we, when we got to our accommodation, our travel agent booked us into. We were supposed to be booked into a, a bungalow, mm. um, and she booked us into the motel. So that wasn't wasn't oh. real good. So I, I tried to change, and they said, "Sorry, we're booked out. You have to um, take what we got." So that sort of All set right. another another bad thing happening there. She wasn't real happy about that. No, no, you're not in the good books. You've got no flowers. You're in the wrong room. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, starting to get there. Yeah, so, so then, we, then we decided that we would, would unpack everything that we got. So her brothers decided they were going to attack her um, suitcase, and they filled it full of rice. Oh, uh, no way. She's uh, lucky we, the guy at customs didn't see <laughs> yeah. that. He would have taken yeah. your rice and your, and your roses. It's, it's a wonder that they didn't charge his excess baggies. There was that much rice in there. So, and then every time we pull, pulled something out, rice was in it. You put your pants on and then you had rice in your pocket. Tell and, me about it. Oh, it, was, it wasn't, yeah. So that sort of just, that set the waterworks off then and then it was just... Yeah. That's a shame so we, because Vanuatu is a paradise. I've been there a couple of times. You know, you're lucky you weren't getting married in Vanuatu because this is one of the great weddings. I, I have no interest in getting married, but I do it in Vanuatu. So what happens is um, the girls uh, all get together on the, in the beach and they get naked from the waist up and stand in waist-high water. And then you hear this boom, 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 and the men row over from a neighbouring island on the outriggers with wow. with drums, pop the bride into the boat and then take off. 
How cool is that? Wow. Is this a video you've watched or is this real? No, this is real. real. Look, the Van Wadu version of Married at First Sight. Oh, oh, lot that, was that like you won't even in Van Wadu? Was that what happened to you? Yeah. No, no, no. That, that, did, that didn't happen to us. I heard some room service in Van Wadu on Port Vila. And the Nevans are the loveliest people in the world. So please accept that. They are just so beautiful. But their sense of services, they just... Didn't quite. It's yeah. not up to professional standard because <laughs> they're, they're a bunch of happy people who live on an island. So I was ordered some food to my room once, and uh, it turned up, and there was no salt and pepper. And, uh, by the way, it took about an hour and a half for the food to turn up. <laughs> I go, okay, here's no uh, salt, salt and pepper. So I ring back, and go, excuse me, uh, at the risk of this going for another hour and a half, can you send me around some salt and pepper? Anyway, about an hour later, there's a knock on the door and it turns up uh, there's a newspaper and some toilet paper. It's, it's, it's soap and paper. <laughs> They've got soap and paper, so I've got... <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm. But yeah, a good bunch get, nonetheless. Soap and paper. Maybe I should get the trip. That wasn't... That was well, a, yeah. Who just read? All right, Wayne, Wayne you're in the draw, buddy. Yeah. No worries, thanks. Good luck, Wayne. Good on you, mate. Bye. And if you want to join Wayne on that standby list, head to the win page at triplem.com.au. And thank you, Fiji Airways. Their global sale is on now. Fly Sydney to Nandi returned from $609. Sale ends February 2. Book at fijiairways.com. Conditions apply. Congratulations to the man who accidentally handed police a bag of cocaine during a random breath test. <laughs> what a, well, you know, these are the stories that you don't hear of every day. but. No. Uh, basically, a bloke's been stung with some drug charges after he accidentally handed police a satchel containing the cocaine. <laughs> so what he's done is the the, the cop's gone, can I show your licence? He goes, sure. He's <laughs> flipped out his licence and uh, basically a bag of cocaine has hit the cop in the face. <laughs> and what was his excuse? The driver stated he'd been using the drug uh, for the New Year's Eve celebrations and forgot yes. he had it in his wallet. <laughs> That tells you how quiet everyone's New Year's was in Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he if you told me a bloke who bought a bag of cocaine on New Year's Eve still had it, <laughs> that should be grounds to get him off, I reckon. <laughs> He's had a shocker. He's had a shocker. You've had a shocker. He passed both a... <laughs> Uh, drug and alcohol test, but who oh, I talk about handing yourself in? <laughs> you, oh, you got me! I did. You it. got me. <laughs> uh, I hope that makes an appearance on RBT. Wouldn't that be good if they were oh, filming yeah. that? I would oh. love to see that. That would have been. That'll be up there with waiting on a mate, which is one of our favourites. Have you got that I there? I do. What happened, mate? I'm just waiting for a mate. Is that why your car's all smashed up and you're up on the grass at the moment, or what? Yeah. Yeah. Waiting for a mate. He's gone in, oh. in there. Why? I'm just wondering how, how, how the collision with your car happened, mate. What collision? Well, <laughs> the one that's got your, all your wheels and stuff twisted up and your, your, your front bumper bar's hanging off, mate. Well, I'm just waiting for a mate, as I said. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Fantastic Good. stuff. The title for a song. <laughs> MG Sport Report. Yeah, there's a lot of rugby league going around, which we'll talk we'll, uh, we'll talk about later in the show. Wayne yeah. Bennett could coach the Kiwis. Um, but the cricket wow. and the Australian, the Australian women's uh, cricket team overnight <clears throat> have responded from Sunday's shock loss to the South Africans, claiming a series-deciding win in yesterday's T20 clash in Tasmania. Uh, Beth Mooney was the star. She got 82 from 55 balls, so what on girls. Great uh, stuff. Also, yeah, they're, they're a fantastic team. I love watching the girls' cricket. It's really good to watch. Yep, top uh, shot. 
Imran Khan, our, what, one of the best all-rounders of all time, uh, ex-Pakistan cricketer. And well, a great he, pants man, too, according, oh to, yes. according, oh according, yes. according to Wazim Akram and Yunus, one of the best in the business. Well, he better keep him up because he's been sent to jail for 10 years. Um, Imran Khan, the former Pakistan captain <laughs> and prime minister. <laughs> Oh, mate. Yes, he's, he's dead right. He could continue to be a pants man. <laughs> 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 right, remember who's to Jemima, Jemima Khan, who was Hugh, Hugh Grant's girlfriend yes, at some right. stage, wasn't it? Yes. Jesus, she got messed up with a couple of. A couple of doozies. A couple of doozies. <laughs> okay, so Imran, what's happened? He's been sent, Imran Khan's been sent to jail for what? Ten years in prison for, uh, by a special court in Pakistan. He stands accused of not returning a diplomatic document after he was removed from the office of Prime Minister in 2022. He has been in prison since August 23 on a separate charge. So big Jesus. news in the world of cricket. Trump got, <laughs> Trump got caught with about 50,000. <laughs> His office, he hasn't done a day. Uh, he, and he's a cautionary tale. Maybe don't enter Pakistan politics. Uh, no, that, that'd be a good idea. That would be it. I don't think cricketers should enter politics. That'd be like Lady Pascoe becoming Prime Minister of Australia. Lady Pascoe. Or, <laughs> or Gary Gilmore becoming the Minister for Foreign Affairs. Oh. I mean, you just got to stay in your lane. <laughs> stay in your lane. <laughs> sometimes. Don't you reckon? Oh, right. That's amazing. Um, and also, just quickly, before we go on, uh, someone had a sickie. So, Marcus, someone, a player, a, a, a soccer player from overseas, took yep. a sickie, and what's it cost him? Okay, Marcus Ratchford, his name is. He plays for me and you. Uh, he's, fine, he's facing a fine of two weeks' wages, which is about $1.2 million for a two-day bender. Whoa. Yeah, a two-day bender. He called in sick. He said, I've got, I've got a sore throat. He said, guess what? You've been fined $1.2 million, brother. Wow. Wow. You know, you know, why? You know why, Mickey? He was busted right. on video partying back-to-back midnight, midnight, uh, midweek nights out in Belfast. Then he yeah. missed Friday training telling the club he was sick. Well, you've been busted. You know, brother. all I'm thinking about is, wow, in Belfast you can go out on a Wednesday night. Yeah. In Sydney, <laughs> you can't go out after <laughs> 10 <laughs> on a weekend. Let's all go to Belfast. He got, he got sicky. He did a sicky. He got busted. They gave him two weeks suspension. Imagine that. You get caught doing a sicky, you get two weeks off. Please. <laughs> wow, he's on some cabbage. Well, I might give that a go here. Gen Z are at it again, guys. Oh, no. uh, pains me to say this, but tradies are saying uh, they're all bone lazy and won't learn a trade. Said they're dropping oh. off. Apprenticeships have dropped off. Yeah. Uh, fact, yeah. They've offered scathing feedback. Uh, to the new generation, the Gen Z, uh, saying they're not willing to put in the hard yards. And that's coming from tradies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, they haven't covered themselves in glory in that department. (gasps) Um, The harsh criticism uh, comes amid a concerning drop in young people taking up new apprenticeships and tradies. Uh, In the 12 months from June 2023, more than 18,000 apprentices cancelled or withdrew from their courses. Wow, that's a lot. Boy, they all want to be influencers. Yes. Yeah, they do. Exactly. You know, you can't be an influencer and have a trade. No, that's it flies true. in the face. Unless there was a trade influencer. That's that's what, that's what I was going to say. That'd be a good. That'd one. be double. good. Take, <laughs> taking pictures of yourself uh, the, with a hammer in your weight belt, in your, with, in your tool belt, with your tool belt in yeah. a beautiful location. Yeah. <laughs> On a beach. 
It's pretty much just Scotty Cam, isn't it? With your a drill. Is Scotty Cam, is he an influencer? Is he a tradie influencer? I would think so. Yeah. I haven't seen him build much. Oh, no, he's, he's I'm very sure handy. he's wonderful. He's very yes. handy. But now yeah, he's more handy. of a – he's a public figure. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe take a shot of yourself with a tool belt in a portal loo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's so got likes, getting lots of likes. So he's, yeah, mm. he's. Um, that's not – they're not even turning up, and when they do, they don't finish the shift. This is a good one. Uh, you guys, I'm guessing before you got to this stage in life – uh, would have taken some jobs that you you didn't stay in very yep. long. I'll start with you, MG. Yeah, of course. I when I first I was a paper boy when I first um, left school, um, blowing the you know around the streets with the paper, blowing the whistle, selling papers, and then I got a couple of apprenticeships. I was apprentice printer at uh, Meadowbank, so I was on seventy two dollars a week as a first year apprentice, and I was it was costing me forty eight bucks to get the work every day for me to do it. So that lasted three days. Um, then I was an apprentice Last boilermaker. three days. Three days. Wow. Then I was, a, then I was an apprentice boilermaker a bit close to home. That lasted two. Um, and <laughs> two, two days. And then I was a – I stacked bananas with Mark Carroll at the uh, the market here in Sydney and lasted six hours. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What, what, you didn't like the bananas? You well, we, went we, off the we, job? We didn't realise we were going to be stuck with a couple of sick blokes who were – who did, uh, did, did things with bananas that we didn't like? Whoa! Whoa! One bloke liked them too much. They kind of, they kind of <laughs> put us off a bit. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Heads up, kids in the car. Bananas are good for. So anyway, I we went to. I said the spot. I said, Mark Carroll. I said, let's go and let's quit. Let's you know, we have breakfast. Let's go. So we went up to knock on the door. The the boss and I said, come on, go and knock on the door. So he knocked on the door and he said, mate, uh, me and my mate want to quit. We're, we're done. And he said, who? He looked around. I, I bowled down the stairs. He was on his own. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a creepy guy uh, falling around with the bananas. There was. Yes, there was. <laughs> you can't drive past the big banana in Crofts Harbour without no, I got, a I shiver get, going I, down his spine. Yeah, now, I, get I get flushes. I get flushes. Kat, did you ever, what's the shortest job you ever took? I lasted an hour as a tennis coach. Um, An hour? I showed up to do, um, to teach kids that used to go to my school and um, after an hour I went, these kids are little turds, I can't do this anymore. And I got in my car and I went home. One hour. There you go. One hour. Tash? I got sacked by my dad after one day working with him, but uh, you know when one door closes, another one opens and I was allowed to be a checkout chick at Fossey's. Well, that's not bad, but I've got to say, getting sacked by your own father, <laughs> it's not a ringing endorsement, is it? What about you, Mickey? What was yours? Uh, I got sent home during a job interview. Oh, what? How? Yeah. What? Oh, look, I was a job interview, and he goes, Tell me, well, it's just part-time work. A, a clerk summer, or something. And I was, like, moving stuff around a warehouse, and he goes, why do you want the job? I go, I don't. That's <laughs> why here. I go. I need cash. <laughs> what can you bring the company? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Get out. Hey, one triple three five three. Uh, tell, this is good. The yeah, shortest yeah. job you ever worked in. Uh, we got prizes. We sure yeah. do. Matchbox twenty and Goo Goo Dolls tickets for oh our Goo Goo Dolls tickets. Short term job. <laughs> tell us about uh, you uh, getting the arse or leaving quickly. Jason, uh, shortest time you spent in a job, what was it? Uh, two days, mate. Two what days, okay. Two what days, was the job? Uh, chicken catching. 
Oh. Okay. So when you say catching them, what, are they free range or something? Yeah. Or are they... What's it involve? What are they doing? Uh, you go into the chicken cages and, um, yeah, catch them all. And you've got to catch about, uh, I think it's 10 in each hand and um, put them in little crates. It's, it's just crazy. Well, the chickens are kicking around and carrying on and uh, it's just... Yeah, oh, well. And, uh, you, and you, you, had, you had enough after two days? Yeah, I had, had enough after about two hours, but uh, <laughs> I the money. And uh, did you take a few chickens with you when you left? Nah, I didn't mind that. Uh, um, oh, I'm not chicken butt. Oh, All right, thanks, Colonel Sanders. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin's on the line. Caitlin, uh, what was the job? Um, I went for a retail job. But I think I spent negative time because I didn't realise there was two Yonoras in Sydney and I went to the wrong Yonora. <laughs> Hang on. So, so you went to for the job interview and you went to the wrong suburb? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Caitlin. Caitlin, that even beats me. At least I got to the job interview before I got the ass. That's a clubhouse leader. You didn't even leader. get there. Yeah, there's the clubhouse leader right yeah. now, Caitlin. Jake, what happened to you? There you go, mate. Uh... Lied on the resume about knowing how to drive a truck. Drove out of the driveway, <laughs> hooked it left, wrote the car off, did the job, come back, got the sack. Two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to tell you, actors do this all the time. So you put on your resume, yeah, I can ride a horse. Yeah. And then you get out and on the set of the Silver Brumby, <laughs> you pop, pop two guys on horses that just tear off into the sunset. You go, where you had it this year? MG, do you remember we filmed our ad and the yes. guy goes, yeah, you can ride a bike. Ride a, that's right. And we put a guy on the bike and he couldn't ride it. He couldn't, it ride, was, a, he couldn't ride a racing bike. That's right. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't ride a bike. We had to give him the ass. Uh, thank you. Danny's on the line. What happened to you, Danny? Yeah, g'day, guys. I got fired from Macca's after about two and a half hours. What Why? for? Chicken nuggets are too good. Oh, you can also oh, fit 14 yeah. nuggets in a six-pack. Oh, 14 <laughs> nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you before, we had a guy, a mate of mine, he used to own a McDonald's, and we used to go in after hours and, and make pounders. They're oh. like quarter pounders, but four times the size. Oh. <laughs> That'll get you sacked. Thanks, Danny. Uh, Simo, what happened to you? Yeah, good day, boys. Hey, girls. What happened? Um, I, uh, my brother got me a job when I was about 14, 15, working at the local servo, and they decided that it'd be a genius idea to put my shirt, first shift opening the place on my own. Yeah. So they showed yeah. me what to do. I went in, set everything up, got ready to go. First customer arrives, pumps aren't working. And couldn't figure it out. And about two hours later, the uh, the owner turns up and he said, well, you've got, you've got to turn the switch on. And I said, well, where's the switch? <laughs> And he, he crawls on he crawls under the front the front counter and switches it on and that's like how's it go at me? And I said, Well you didn't tell me to do that. He said I did. <laughs> I said, I think I remember if you told me just you told me to crawl under the front counter and split the switch. I'd remember that. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Simo, a a petrol <laughs> station without petrol is like a pub without beer. Really? It can't yeah. be it done. A use now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I walked out after about two hours. Hey, as oh, you I'm would, Simo, I'm on your side. Uh, hang about, you might be in the running. Leanne, what happened to you? Yeah, hi, guys. Hi, yeah, darling. what happened? Uh, I had a friend. She lasted 10 minutes. What'd she do? <laughs> <laughs> she was a. She got a job, started Monday morning as a merchandiser, heading into the 
local supermarket and she had to start a planogram. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but anyway, the lady that she had to meet was quite rude to us. So she just looked at the planogram, looked at the shelf and said, no, I'm out. There you go. (laughs) Didn't come here for this. All right. One more. Dean, what do you got, buddy? Hey, um, I was went for a job interview and I was sick. I got told to wait out the front, like on the street. And they come out and get me. So I'm standing there waiting, and this guy walked up to me, just like a bum. I had, had nothing at all. And he says to me, he says, who are you? And I went, who are you? And he says, I asked you what your name is. And I said, I don't have to tell you anything, idiot. And this guy kept going on. And I said, listen, mate, if you don't get going, I, I politely told him where to go. And he says, do you know who I am? I said, don't give a crap who you are. <laughs> Because I'm the owner of the business. <laughs> uh, well done, Dean. All right. Cat, who are you going to give it to? I like Simo, the, Simo. the petrol station with no petrol for the switch. Well go, done. Simo. Matchbox 20 and Goo Goo Dolls tickets. Go ahead, Simo. You said something very interesting on this program yesterday, Mick. What? You said, what? You said this. I've told you before I had a Jim Morrison cover band. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Yeah. yeah. And then you, I should sue you. He went and found out some old bits of singing yeah. I'd oh, done. There's some stinkers. Uh, Can oh. I just reveal one stinker before no, we get into it? Here's, yes. Here we go. Horrendous. Oh, yeah. Well, Bowie took the obvious route, but I was yeah. trying to <laughs> go a third above. It was Angel no. from Hey Hey Saturday. Oh. All right, MG, that's a yellow card right there. <laughs> Do that again and you'll be in big trouble. Yeah, now, the one good. that everyone's talking about was me uh, doing Nirvana, which yes. was a great, I thought, acoustic no. version. But what we didn't play was the time I actually sung it to Gadinsky, the late, great Michael Gadinsky. <laughs> oh, my God. And he, uh, you know, he used to love the fun and the thing, but he had no tolerance when it came to music for any Anyone wasting his time. Yeah. Uh, here's how it went down on Kennedy Malloy. But I can see you every night, <laughs> I do. Yeah, baby, I do. Wow. Oh, yeah. That is an absolute piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I love having fun. You're taking the piss out of okay. yourself. You made a very powerful enemy, Kinsky. <laughs> Seriously, don't give up. Don't give up. Or he's genuinely mad at you. Hey, Love it. He, it's the only time he's ever hung up on me on air. <laughs> you deserved without it. Without plugging anything. I'm going to put it to you, despite making a bit of a dick of himself on Twitter, uh, one of the most revolutionary thinkers and one of the blokes out there doing a heavy lifting on behalf of us all is Elon Musk. You need to yeah. separate the two. His work with SpaceX could one day save humanity. Uh, his work with Tesla could uh, save the environment. Uh, he's on the frontier. He's pushing the borders. He's doing a lot of good work. And now he's implanting chips in your brain. Uh, wow. Natasha Belling, pick it up. What do we need to know? Okay, so these microchips are called Neurolinks. And what they do is once they're implanted, they're testing these on animals, they actually massively boost neurons within your brain. So basically what it means is that during their animal tests, you can move things, play sport, use your computer purely by thinking in your brain. Wow. wow. Does this mean if I had one, like if I had a chip, I could just think of an Uber Eats order and it would arrive? Yes. Yep. 
Guzman again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> but what they want to so do. So I can be on the couch. Hang on. I'm on the couch and I can go, I want to change the channel. Bang. Yep, now bang. I don't even have to push a remote. Yes. You've made the remote redundant yes. in my lifetime. Yes. This man is a genius. Okay. What's exciting about this is mm. they're going to then use it for paralysed people that have got um, issues oh, awesome. with movement wow. where then they can actually use their brain after having this chip implanted to actually... Yeah, yeah, whatever. Best. But I can get my <gasps> Uber Eats. Is that yeah, why you're... No, number one, yes, you can. Think it. Think it <laughs> yeah, it yeah, yeah. But, oh, good on you. You've got spinal damage. But what about my Uber Eats? Is that <laughs> what I'm saying? And I can change the channel? Yep. <gasps> yes. Okay. When I go to bed at night, do I, do I have to... I have a sleep with a charger. Do no, I need? Does no. my Neuralink need a charger? Yes, and I think you're going to be put forward as the first human trial. Yeah. <laughs> I would put myself up there. What if the Wi-Fi drops out? What if I'm in yes. a room and the Wi-Fi just, drops out? Does it affect it. my neural <laughs> pathways? I think it would. <laughs> All I can say is this. I mean, good luck with that guy who's got the chip in his head. But, yep. uh, you know, I've seen a couple of his rocket launches and... <laughs> They don't always go to plan. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, shakalaka. What the f*** is going on? God, you are dumb. What the f*** is wrong with you? Making MJ's What the WTF? We've just been discussing this very story, but it's great for this segment. Elon Musk has put a computer chip into someone's brain. (laughs) What the f***? (laughs) <laughs> it's called Neuralink, and I can't help thinking, that's going to calm the anti-vaxxers down, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, who would put their hand up for that? Never. Not me. Would you Would you do it? Yeah, uh, I, I'd do it. They, they should just do it on the homeless. Oh, oh, oh Mick! Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, wow. look, you know what? It's progress. Mm. Now, I saw, I that's I saw the news the other night. They, in in uh, China, they're putting they they got something in their hand where they can pay for their bills. They just go to the sh- go to the counter, put their hand over a thing, and they pay for their. So they've got chips in their hands as well. Yeah, you'd see me at the pub ordering <laughs> schooners. It'd be like the guy from Karate Kid. Wax on, wax off, wax on, wax off. I'll be double. I'll be. I'll be. Now, not only can you double fists, you can now double hand <laughs> while you're in the pub. Now, listen. So this was <laughs> this was this was tested on animals. Uh, here's Elon Musk explaining. Neuralink's working well in monkeys. People may have seen the monkey playing the video game Pong telepathically using the Neuralink in its brain. Oh, this is wow. great technology. And for those who are interested, here is the monkey playing Pong. <laughs> Cheetah. Well done, Elon Musk. Uh, there's a Nobel Prize in there somewhere. MJ, what have you got? During the Great Depression, a banker, which is in the 1930s, a banker convinced struggling families in Quincy, Florida, to buy Coca-Cola shares that traded at the time at $19. Later, the town became the single wealthiest town per capita in the US with at least 67 millionaires. Whoa. What the f***? Wow. And uh, you couldn't walk past a shop without getting Coca-Cola, I'm guessing. Yeah, that 1889, would be it was, it was uh, John... Black Dr. Gold. John Pem- Dr. Yeah, Dr. John Pemberton uh, in 1886. He, he he made it as a tonic to for common ailments. So if you oh. can see what it was today, you'd be very, very shocked. Well, all right. Uh, Kat, what have you got? 
They're doing a refurb of the pyramids. What the f***? Yes. <laughs> they think the granite work needs a bit of an update at the pyramids in Giza, and so uh, locals are obviously outraged, as, as a lot of the rest of the world is. A little that, touch up. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, should, should get Scotty Campbell to this. It's going to be a new set for the block. <laughs> That'll be a great episode. Scotty, Cam, s- Scotty Cam's phone's going off at the moment. He's going, you've been mentioned three times on the breakfast oh. show on Triple M this morning. Oh, oh, I was going to say, that's a big gig. That's every tradie in Giza. <laughs> we ain't working on that. What? Oh. Uh, it was a bit of a renovation, a bit of a touch-up. Do you reckon you get planning permission from the council in Egypt to do oh. that, or does it just happen? <laughs> Imagine how long that would take. Yeah. Not really. Why are they doing it up to sell it? Or... Oh, this is a, it's a downtown Cheops, close to schools. <laughs> Renovator's delight. Yeah, all right. What have you got, Tash? I want to go back to Elon Musk. There are lots of safety oh, concerns over that new microchip. What Okay, so there's a couple of concerns. This Neuralink has been dogged by controversy. Major issues involve, it's involving a lithium battery, the possibility of the implant's wires migrating with the brain, and wait for this, the challenge of safely extracting the device without damaging brain tissue. Mm. What the? Well, you just uh, just, uh, use it on people with low (laughs) IQs. Oh, that's why you said homeless. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, it's all progress. Get involved. Mm. Don't even ask permission. Just go sneak up and implant someone. Yeah. All right, you get the idea. One, two, three, five, three. Uh, get on board. All right, Shane, you're on. Blow my mind. What have you got? Uh, morning, lads. How are we going? Uh, Good. In the 50s, in the 50s, a Navy fighter jet shot itself because it was faster than its own bullet. Oh, what the f***? Than its own weapon. It's probably shot a, like a... A torp or something, has it? A MIG. And it's gone past it and then copped one up the clacker. <laughs> oh, I'm getting that fact checked. It's yes. Wow. Well done, Shane. Oh, that's a funny story. Did he have to, he'd have to eject? He'd have to eject or did he die? Oh, right. no. Yeah, well, you, did, you really didn't do your homework <laughs> on that one, did you, Shane? You just bought the headline and left it at that. All right, mate, you're in the running. Brad's on the line. Brad, uh, what do you got for me? Uh, Mount Everest actually isn't the tallest mountain on Earth. What is? What the f***? Uh, there's, there's, a, there's two in Hawaii called Mount Akea and Mount Eloa, which uh, measure 10.2 k's. But they're, just, they're both submerged, aren't they? Well, they're under yeah, the water. 4.2 k's underwater. Oh. Yep. 4.2 k's. I'm which getting that fact. The, which is almost the height of um, Everest itself, 4.6. <sighs> wow. wow. What, how many? How many Sherpas have drowned taking people to the <laughs> to the oh, top of it? We're just seeing like the, 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 the a Nepalese Sherpa with 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 a snorkel <laughs> and, and, and flippers. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's it. Well, there you go. And, and uh, well, fantastic, one. great news, Adam. What do you got, Adam? Uh, a- Adam. Jesus. Yes, good, good morning, Hello, guys. Mate. went dead then. This one's for you, MG. If you ever visit the state of Florida, it is illegal to fart in the state of Florida after 6 p.m. What the <laughs> f- oh. Yeah, well, I'm not <laughs> going there. Before that, you can go for your life. You can, you can let them rip all day. But then 6 o'clock, it's like uh, the old 6 o'clock swill, but for yeah. your bot bot. I might do 559, couple of 559. Then you better get them out of the system. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, you, you wouldn't want to be in a public place at 5.55. People would be 
Don't pull anyone's finger at 5.55. There's a lot of clutching going on at 5.59. Yeah, you're, you're, you would, you don't ever go to Florida, no, mate. You, no. you, I mean, you sent me something when you were watching the boxing <laughs> and you didn't even realise that you, you let one rip in the middle of it. This is what I, the message I got sent. Hey, and you had no idea. You just—that's how casual. <laughs> I was—I was, I was texting you the walkout from Timmy Zoo or Nikita Zoo. That's right. We but, wanted to know what the song was, and, the song you'd was done it. and I was just there. It yeah, is. Well, I didn't know. Didn't know you'd added a trumpet to it. <laughs> well, Mickey, there it is. We've all got methane skeletons in our closet, and uh, we've dug up a bit of you from uh, oh, in fine form from the past. Listen, yeah. listen, Mickey. Oh, this is on Hughesy and Hughesy and Kate. Hughesy and Kate. Did he try to pull out it? The first thing he said this morning is, "I'm not running." That's what I think about you, mate. Wow, I guessed on someone else's show. It's remarkable. Oh, that's the way I roll. No money today. No, no, five hundred tomorrow. That's right, and we've been joined live in the studio by friend of the show. He's running around as we speak. <laughs> it's a race against time. It's as fast as I've ever seen him move. Here Tell you what he we'll is. do. Oh, oh, oh wow! Finally. Hello, oh, Doctor Chris. Oh, Look at him swan in. Good morning. Uh, Look, don't you let, don't let the red eyes. Think, make you think you've, been that Kongs, you've been on the Hong Kongs. You've been on the Hong Kongs, haven't you? <laughs> Thanks for squeezing us in. We really, we really appreciate it, uh, Doc. Oh, yeah, I know you've uh, got a, a busy schedule. A um, <laughs> now, I've got a few things to ask you, by the way, and we'll get into might. that in just a second. But can we begin by talking about the shark attack yesterday in oh, the harbour? Yeah. Wow. Um, what? Uh, just before we open it up for discussion, how? Rare is this? Is this dangerous? Do you swim in the harbour? Give us the spreadsheet. Look, it's it's a combination of factors. I'm not a regular harbour swimmer. Uh, it may surprise you. Uh, no. I, I, I have my morning swims elsewhere, yeah. uh, as you're aware. Penrith Beach. I know, it's Penrith <laughs> Beach. Yeah. Go ahead, Brownie. You can't beat it. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, look, the, the thing about the current situation is there's a lot of warm water around. If you go for a swim, the water is very warm. So that brings a lot of the bait fish in, brings all fish closer to the shore rather than sitting out um, in yeah. the currents deeper out. And so what that's doing is it's also bringing a lot of the, the bigger fish that eat those yes. fish in, and so the harbour is full of, of bull sharks as, as well. So When you say full, uh, the, I hear this from – I'm new to the state, of course, new to the city, but I, a lot of people go, hey, don't go swimming. Uh, it's, it's kind of well known that uh, the bull shark and uh, many other species – I hear, is it 30 different species of shark? Yeah. There's a lot, yeah. yeah, And, and they, yeah. they do feed in the evenings and, and early mornings and, and, and typically around jetties where a lot of the other fish tend to, tend to hang. Yeah. So – they're, they're the danger spots. Um, so a lot of, look, a lot of people would have swum in the harbour usually after a few drinks on on a Friday night. Um, oh. the, the sharks would get a no shock. No names they, mentioned. Sharks, <laughs> sharks would get a shock if they had a, a bite and do a few of those. I'm I'm sure. But, <laughs> but they'd be drunk in one bite. It'd be like uh, a bloody Mary. But the, <laughs> but the challenge with bull sharks is that they. They, they've got very, very small eyes. If you ever see a bull shark up close, I don't recommend it, but they, they have incredibly yeah. small eyes. So they do this thing which is like a bump and bite. 
Um, so oh, it's, yeah. it's like it's like being in a not in a in a nightclub dance floor where you <laughs> you can't see anything. So you just bump into things, hoping for the best, okay. uh, and then and, bite. And that is essentially what they do. So that's that's uh, my mo on a Tinder date. <laughs> the old the old bump and bite. Now, uh, luckily, this woman was saved beautifully by go, go a on. vet go who on, was yeah. first yeah. on yeah. the, the scene. These little here's what she had to say about her heroics. I'm in no way heroic. I just did my job, and I just did what I was trained to do. Um, and everyone else just rendered whatever assistance they could. Yeah. Fat lot of good you were. <laughs> where, where, would it kill you to do something for Heroic. someone else yeah. once in I, your life? I, 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 I had a feeling it might end up here. What, what a performance <laughs> by this vet. Great job. Um, you know, uh, finally a vet on hand when you need one, right? Yes, you know? absolutely. Give her she, her own show. She, she, she has broken a Hippocratic oath, though, I'm going to point out. Oh, oh. She, oh. She, oh. she should have gone oh. to the shark first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> her responsibility was the shark, not the person. Oh, um, wow. She, <laughs> look, let me get this straight. You've just had a crack at the vet. Who saved a shark attack victim? There's your headline, everyone. Yeah. Bondi vet slams vet a compatriot who saves woman's life. You are she's, unbelievable. She's a hero. She's done a great job. Oh, don't backpedal now. Yeah. She's yeah. gone and checked the shark after. She everything's okay. Where were you at the time? Well, actually, I'll tell you where you weren't. Bondi. Because even though you're called the Bondi vet, you don't live there. Were you? I, you what? You don't do harbour stuff, do you? I was, just... I was, I was overseas, and oh. I, I, just get back. I, I've just got back, and I do have some stories to report from well, where I've been. Wow. I cannot wait. We'll get those next. And I'm sorry to have to hoe into you like that because you know I really like you, and I generally yeah. don't. no, no, no. It's it's it's. I, yeah, we'd, to be we'd, honest, never, we'd never bag speak you. Speak of you. I, I was excited. We would never do that. I was excited. Oh, a vet did something amazing, but also a little dreading yeah. speaking to you because I knew you'd have thoughts on. We'd on never bag that you. We're, we're, we're generally supportive. You know. No, that. no that is not generally. true. Can I step oh, in what? here, Doctor Chris what? Brown? They were oh. rubbishing you yesterday. I'm just no. I'm defending this wonderful guest. This is what they had to say. About you yesterday, Steady, he would never have done anything as brave no, as that in his no. life. <laughs> he would have swum the other way. Yeah, he was. I know Chris he Brown. would have crapped himself. He would have. He would have got out of there. Quick yeah. sticks. He would, they would have called someone else. Quick, someone's in helps. Mm. Put his hand up. Wow. <laughs> hey, you've taken that out of context, Cat. You're away. Where did you go? I was. Uh, I decided to go to Japan. Nice. Ah, a bit of whale hunting. <laughs> yeah, because I know you love that stuff. I you love to. If you, I rarely see you without a harpoon. That's true. That's true. That was a conversation. Uh, like, he carries like a guitar. That was an off-air conversation. Off-air conversation. Off-air conversation. Yeah. Um, what were you doing over there? Were you holidaying, working? What? Uh, it was, look, it was a little bit of both. You know, checking out the pet scene, wildlife. Scene. What are the pets? What are the pets? What are the big pets in Japan? A lot of dogs. Lots and lots yeah. of dogs. Okay. Uh, do they have a favourite type of dog? Uh, small. 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 Yes. Um, in a handbag is is the favourite oh, favourite really? kind. Yeah. A lot of a lot of those. Um, Paris okay. They've got chinchillas. I mean, they've got all the cafes, right? The yeah. It started yes. with a cat cafe. Now it's like a chinchilla, or it's a capybara. Was a Capybara Cafe oh, over there? Wow. It's a little. It's it's a little crazy. Um, but look, I, I great Dane. 
great. There's not a great Dane cafe, no. and there's not many great Danes so. actually. They'd, um, they'd run the show over there. <laughs> great Danes. <laughs> they would leave an impact on the on the Tokyo street. I reckon when they decide yeah. to have a squat. Yeah, sure. Would, that would clear. <laughs> that would clear a subway. I reckon they would indeed. Um, but I, uh, you, look, you, you, it may not surprise you to, to realise that I, I do tend to stand out a little bit on the um, mm. on the streets of, <laughs> six foot, streets six of Tokyo. Yes, yes um, indeed. At six foot five, blonde hair, uh, yeah, and, sure. and and on the subway especially. But <laughs> I, I don't know if you know, you in in Japan and in Tokyo, you can buy drinks anywhere, like buy beers oh, absolutely wow. anywhere. There are vending machines that. on the streets. In the subway, you can just be queuing for a train. And just buy a beer, oh, and so I, I got involved in this, and uh, and <laughs> Did bought, you and, and bought a, a can of I think it was an Asahi, and and you know a nice Japanese beer, and had it in my in my bag, just in my sort of bag over my shoulder, and uh, and got onto the subway, and as you get into the subway, everyone sort of crams <laughs> in and, and pushes you in, and I'm sort of towering over everyone, and it, that's <laughs> okay, uh, and and then just as we're going along the subway. I start to feel this sort of cold trickle oh, no. da- down my leg, oh, and God. and no. I, I realised very quickly that the beer that I'd bought had exploded in my bag. Oh fuck! And <laughs> and I I now have a rapidly growing wet patch across my groin, running from my bag to my groin, and Hello. then down his pants. to my leg, and a suspicious. Highly suspicious amber fluid dripping from oh. my leg across a, trout, a crowded train carriage. Yeah. If I couldn't stand out anymore, I found, <laughs> I found a way. And if, Japanese people are very polite. They're lovely, oh, they are. lovely people. Absolutely. Yes. Beautiful. It did not stop the endless gazes uh, running, <laughs> connecting the dots from the trickle. Uh, along the carriage, back up, up my leg to to my very wet uh, wow. body. Well, I hope you were filming that for a segment on your show. Um, by the way, that's how I leave the station every day on a train with a wet patch. <laughs> Talking to myself. If you want to clear some space, it is a great way to do it. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I love it. Before you go, I want to ask you quickly, there's a mm. huge furore uh, mm. in this state at the moment about pets on the beach. Mm. What are your thoughts? How, should it be allowed? Should it be a separate pet beach? Uh, pets? Uh, who who could be upset by having a dog running around on a beach, catching a frisbee or chasing yeah, exactly. a tennis ball? Exactly. I don't understand. There Why is, would people be upset? There is no joy like a dog on a beach. No. I, 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 yes. They, they, it is dog schoolies every single yeah. morning. They're there. <laughs> They're off their heads. They are, they are running around. They are humping each other. They are s- sniffing each other. And the high, the high tide. It's, it's mark, like the locals on Penrith Beach. It, it, <laughs> yeah, we, we encourage that out here. Out and there. just like Penrith Beach, the high tide mark is is a thing of beauty. <laughs> <laughs> on any beach, just, it, oh, just yeah. it concentrates all the smells of the ocean. Their the sense, their sense of smell they're is so good. It. They're smelling dolphin poo. They're, they're, you know, they're smelling whale no. poo, seagulls, seagulls. Uh, it's just all there. So, doesn't get any better. Sure, and sure, sure. If people don't pick up and they just decide to yeah, do the yes. little the sand surprise and just put a little lump oh. of sand over the no, the poo and you, you walk through and you know, but no. that's that's exciting. 
That is exciting. Element. It's like a landmine, it is. isn't it? It yeah, is. You kind never of know picking you way. That's yeah. it. Thank you for coming in today. A pleasure to have you back on deck. That's Anything nice. to plug? Any appearances? Yeah. No. no. I, look, you'll get the sick of the sight of me on Channel 7 over the next We're few months. We're loving you so on Channel 7, by the way. Cannot wait. It's, it's great stuff. So uh, dream, keep dream, it up. Dream home's not too far away, so you'll, you'll enjoy right. that. Beautiful, mate. Brownie. Catch Thanks, up guys. Soon. Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M.